let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee and myself. And in honor of Thanksgiving being just about a week away, actually a week to the day uh, that we're going to drop this podcast, we thought we'd talk about being thankful for some financial advice that you're getting. And if you're not feeling thankful, like if you think about the financial advice you've been given and you don't feel too thankful, well, that may be a red flag that it's time to think about some other things uh, or look for uh, other advice in other places. So what's going on, Sean? How are you? Hey, man. Just getting ready for the holidays. Yeah, just, buddy. A week away. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's crazy. It's my favorite holiday, though. I love Thanksgiving. I'm a big fan of Thanksgiving. So how about you? I am a 4th of July guy. Okay. That's okay. by far my favorite holiday. We we blow some things up and we we paint the yard like we that is by far my favorite Year holiday. Year one. Okay. Yeah, I uh I I don't know why. Uh Thanksgiving is my favorite. I my wife is she's she's a fantastic cook and she's like, you know, I do all this work and everybody eats in 20 minutes. I's like, yeah, that's true, but it's not true because we really eat on that stuff for like the whole weekend. Uh, and it's, you know, the leftovers are fantastic. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's normally a, a good holiday for us, but this year, since my daughter's in the Navy, she's not home. Uh, so she's actually just sent us a message. She's uh, just arrived in another another country, so she's excited to be spending uh, her Thanksgiving in another country for the first time ever. So that's cool. But we're kind of like, well, okay. <laughs> that's that's it. We've got – we usually do a, a big thing with my wife's family, but they chose to do – not do it here in Utah. They're do, going up to Boise, and my okay. wife and I are like, "Well, we don't want to go to Boise in yeah. the wintertime, so let's shoot down south, and we're okay. gonna do our own little family Thanksgiving. The first time it's just been the four of us, okay, all right, um, and spend four days down in the Red Rocks and nice, and just go explore and and be outside as much as we can. Yeah, you get that. We're in that empty nest syndrome. We only have the one, you know, and she's gone. She's been gone for a number of years, so we're cool with most of that stuff. But there's just those occasional times where you're like kind of bumming, right? As when you get to this age and you're not there yet. But a lot of our listeners are, are with me, I'm sure, on that where they're in that empty nest syndrome, and so it definitely gets to you. But anyway, uh, so anyway, it's Thanksgiving. Everybody enjoy. Hope you have a great time. It's coming up here soon. Uh, let's talk about being thankful for some of that financial advice, Sean. And as I said, if you're not, maybe that's a, an indicator that things are maybe not the uh, the right fit for you. So, uh, are you thankful for your advisor that maybe is providing you with that you know just that comprehensive plan, those solutions that are helping you not only build it but protect your wealth? I think that's an overlooked component in that is that uh, is not only the building side but the protection side. Well, and just the clarity, right? Like if you look at even this year alone, uh, yeah, the markets have been difficult. The Fed's decided to raise interest rates. Inflation's running. Yeah. yeah, and there's there's so many things that are out there that the media is just focusing and honing in on. <laughs> and, yeah, right. and yeah, that affects the plan. But at, at the end of the day, if you've got a strategy put in place that's well thought out, that's logical, that's fact-based, that is built exactly how you want it, you know, you can usually weather storms. And I I had a review the other day with a client and they, they came in and, and his biggest question was like, Sean, I'm looking to retire in six months. How is my plan affected? And we said, okay, well, let's, let's go back and let's look at everything that's gone on this year and how your income sources have been affected. Because, you know, three years ago, we decided we we're going to use, you know, some fixed strategies to create income. We we're going to use some dividends and they're going to have social security that kicks in. So we have this three-legged stool all doing different things. 
And I told him, I said, look, your, your fixed strategies are, are doing exactly what we set them up to do. They're ready to go. Your dividend strategy, because interest rates have increased and things like that, are actually paying you a little bit more in dividends than we expected. And you've got your social security, which is your secure uh, guaranteed income from the government. So regardless of what the markets have done, regardless of where we are economically, your income sources are still providing what you wanted them to. So go ahead and retire. Yeah. And and I think that by having that full full planning and focusing on different different areas of income, different different opportunities to create cash flow and and growth and and by putting a real comprehensive plan in place, down markets aren't as scary. Yeah, very true. Well, you mentioned the word clarity a minute ago, and, and clarity is another point that I have on here. You know, maybe being appreciative of the clarity that comes with a good relationship. It's not, you know, not just the the plan, which is great, the planning process and all that stuff, but the clarity to some of the other things too, right? Like fees, compensations. But I think expectations is the really good one that I like on this particular list because if you've got good expectations between client and professional, that's going to make the relationship just work a lot better. Well, you want to you want to have clarity on it. Hey, what am I paying my advisor, and am I am I getting value? out of that. Right. But I love the expectations part. Our, the families that we work with, they know come January, they know the months throughout the course of the year that I do reviews. They know when their review cycle is going to be. They know what we're going to talk about. They know how their plans can be adjusted. Uh, if necessary, they, they know what we're going to do throughout the course of the year as a, as a firm. Uh, and then even on the back end, the things that, that we don't always tell our clients that we're doing that we're still doing in the background at to make their their lives easier, better, you know, whatever it may be from a planning perspective. But I think setting expectations with your clients or or with your advisor, more importantly, is is important. Let your advisor know how often you want to meet. Uh, what are those important talking points when you do meet? Uh, are there life changes coming up? You know, so as we as we look through setting expectations, the the more clear we are with what we're trying to accomplish and what what our goals are the better our plan can be and the better the relationship can be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think plan, you know, expectations is certainly a good one. Um, how about being thankful for the fact that your advisor, hopefully you're working with a fiduciary, and we'll talk about su- sustain, uh, suitable excuse me, uh, and fiduciary. Although, you know, Sean, I, I can never think about trying to explain this without almost slipping into the Tommy Boy uh, reference about the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's so easy. You know, you could get a good, you know, you get a good look about uh, the steak and all that stuff. If you're not familiar with that scene, go check out Tommy Boy when he's trying to learn how to explain <laughs> the scene about a butcher. But a fiduciary, right? You, you just if you're working with someone who's a fiduciary, they have to do the best interest for you versus suitable. Where let's for example, Sean, they may have three things available, uh, three different ways they could put you into some in some sort of a vehicle, financial vehicle. And all three are technically suitable, but one of those three pays the advisor more or or puts them in line for a trip or something like that, right? right. Uh, they can put you in that versus the fiduciary has to put you in the best one uh, regardless of what it does for them. Well, there's a you know a moral, ethical, but now a legal obligation right. to do what's in, in your client's best interest. And, and yeah, I mean, when you start to... There's a lot of so-called fiduciaries that are out there that that claim to be a fiduciary that will place, you know, a big chunk of assets in whatever product or service. 
Um, so when it comes to planning, I mean, and understanding what fiduciary means, understanding the type of firms that are fiduciaries, but more importantly, you'll get a pretty good handle on if your advisor is a fiduciary and looking out for your best interest, just based on the planning that they do and how those conversations are had. If it's all about you, the client, and how you want to structure your plan and how you want to build it, and then the advisor is the guide, pretty good flag that they're a fiduciary. Yeah. If the advisor is talking about, hey, this product is going to be best for you, this product is going to be that, this is going to do this for you, this is, that's may not be the standard that you're looking for at that point. Yeah, and uh, you want to find that right fit for you, right? And so, and to your point, just ask, right? I mean, there's so many advisors out there that everybody calls themselves an advisor now. So just ask, you know, are you a fiduciary? And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with it because there's sometimes where you can they can kind of serve both sides there, and you want to just make sure you're working with the right one. So. Right. Uh, and I think that kind of fits into the trustworthy, which was next on my list, Sean. You know, being thankful for a good, trustworthy uh, advisor. And somebody might say, well, you know, that's that's hard to figure out what that is. Uh, but it could be a lot, you know, it could be a tons of little things. And I think our gut goes a long way for that, too, as well. So if you're working with somebody that you feel confident in and you have trust in, that just helps you, that adds to that peace of mind sleep at night insurance, in my mind. Well, I'm a, I'm a big believer in trust but verify, right? So I'm a pretty trusting guy until I'm not. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if somebody tells me they're going to do something, somebody, and they don't, that trust starts to chip away. So when you start to look at, you know, finding somebody that trusts everybody on the surface is trustworthy, right? We've all got licenses. We've all, but, but when you start to look at, at, at really that word, what does that mean? Well, in my mind, that means that I'm consistently meeting expectations and I'm trustworthy in a couple of ways. One by the way, by the way that we plan, mm-hmm. but more importantly, by my word, what I say, I want to make sure that I never lose that, you know, that trustworthy type component component to yeah. it. And, and that happens when you do what you say you're going to do. You know, if we're going to, if you're going to send out just a simple form, do it. If you're going to make a, if you're going to send an email response, just do it, right? It's right. not the follow through. Yeah. yeah. Follow through and follow up builds trust and confidence in, in somebody. And so when we start to look at look at that, it's just a matter of you know trust but verify the things that we say that we're going to do are done, and the things that we say are accurate. We want to make sure that if we're if we're going through components of a plan or we're helping somebody with their life savings, that not only can we show that that what we say is is trustworthy, but here's the data on the back end to show that it's accurate. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. As well. Yeah, I like that. And then I think the final one, and this kind of maybe could lead into that the prior there, is uh, the accessibility component. You know, are you being able to get in contact with your advisor? If so, be thankful for that. I mean, I don't know how many times I've been doing this for nine years or so and talking with people and they're like, yeah, you know, it's it starts out great, but then sometimes they can't get a hold of them or whatever the case is. And, and don't get me wrong, Sean. I mean, you have a business to run. You can't be at every single person's beck and call. You have a lot of clients. But are there regular communications? Are there other things that are providing you various methods of, of education or information? I mean, for example, even this podcast is an extenuation of the accessibility component. Right. I have a hard time, and I know that it's my own personality, that I've, I've always been raised that if somebody calls you or somebody emails you, it's 
just respectful to respond. It's just good manners. <laughs> right? Like, right. And so when we, when we structured our firm the way that, that we did, we have, I have very specific guidelines in place for our team. If somebody reaches out to you, call them back or email them within 24 hours by yep. end of day. Mm-hmm. And, and that goes back to the trusting that if somebody, even if it's like, hey, I'm working on it, I got your message, I'll let you know as soon as I have an answer. Right. It, it's a matter of just respect of, of responding to somebody's question that, that they had for you as a professional. But when it comes down to regular communication, there's a lot that we do. We have weekly emails that go out. Podcast goes out every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We do webinars. There's a lot of consistent communication on the markets, the state of the union, you know, whatever it may be. We're constantly out there. Yeah. And if there's a, like a big event, you guys do even special communications too when something major happens. I know you guys have done that in the past as well. Um, you know, like obviously when we first had a major downturn and blah, blah, blah. So there's different kinds of things and you do, um, you know, you have, even have guest pe- uh, people do some special commentations and things like that as well. So yeah, just uh, communication's a huge factor, right? So just make sure that you're working with an advisor that, that you kind of feel thankful for. Again, kind of to sum it up, wrap it up here for this Thanksgiving podcast, it's if they're giving you reason to say, hey, I feel good about this, I appreciate the work that they're doing, and I'm, we're having good success together, then that is a great feeling to have. And if not, maybe it's time to get a second opinion. And if you need some help, reach out to Sean and the team at 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-50-RETIRE. Uh, or you can just stop by the website really at elevatemyretirement.com. Lots of good tools, tips, and resources. You could book some time, all that good jazz there. Elevatemyretirement.com. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you like to use, Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. Sean, thanks for hanging out, my friend. I appreciate your time. Uh, I know you said you were a July 4th guy, but what's uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving uh, component? Uh, what food is is the one you, you look forward to? Oh, man, leftovers. Leftovers. Oh, no, but like turkey <laughs> or stuffing or cranberry. You know, I- I love I love the stuffing. Uh, okay. I'm a I'm a brown gravy guy. Okay, and okay. so you know, and I'll mix it. Just mix it all up. All right, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, the you know, just mix it. Just all a up hodgepodge bowl. Yeah, there you go. All right, man. We'll enjoy. Have a great Thanksgiving, our listeners as well. Appreciate you. We'll be back with more in December here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee, managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.